Pickaxe. Welcome to Kirsty and Briny's comfort zone. I am Kirsty. I am Briny. And we're going to be looking into some dreams today, but not our dreams. No, no. we have a very, very special guest. It's, it's you guys. Welcome, <laughs> everybody. Welcome. Step in, sit down in the very comfy chairs. It's, it's top budget it's on a, this podcast. It's a chalange. Oh, yeah. Lay down on the on the chalange, have a have a little glass of wine, and and tell us your dreams. Yeah, we've had some uh, some writings that we're going to go through today, and we're going to try and figure out what's going on in in your heads, in your heads, your collective mind, <laughs> the, the hive mind, the hive of, mind. Uh, of comfort zone listeners. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we've had a few people writing in. Um, I've noticed a f- quite a few of the emails coming through. Um, with some quite interesting dreams for us to to have a little peepers at. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to kick start it off? Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. We can jump straight read the in. First one. Let's do it. Okay. So the first dream that we're gonna be looking at is from Quilma, uh, who has written in. I feel like I'm on like points of view or something. Oh no. And I... <laughs> Gonna be dear BBC. Dear Comfort, comfort Zone. Comfort Zone upset me in this, these ways. <laughs> comfort Zone talked about big tits and pissing everywhere. I'm very offended. Please remove it from the air. <laughs> we take all of those points, but we're staying around anyway. Yeah, we, we choose to ignore them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this first one is from Quilma. And they said, I've had many weird and wonderful dreams. This is a recurring dream I had when I was in primary school, uh, about seven years old. So that would be, what, year four, I think? Yeah. Or maybe even year three. I would walk out of my house, cross the road, then walk on a short footpath that led to a busy main road. All of a sudden, the cars on the busy road turned into dinosaurs. I ran back across the footpath, which turned into a prehistoric ocean behind me. It was just the path itself, like there was a large fish tank standing where the footpath was. I ran across the road back to my house where I hid behind the bushes near my letterbox. Suddenly a T-Rex appeared and was searching for me. I always woke up when the T-Rex spotted me. Um, Some possible context, this was around the time when you were either a space or a dinosaur kid. No guessing which one of my siblings and I were. And I think we were watching (laughs) Prehistoric Park when it was airing on TV. Uh, and we had the Walking with Monsters slash Dinosaurs DVDs. So Quilma was a dinosaur kid having some dinosaur dreams. See, that makes sense. That does make sense. I imagine like around the time of like Jurassic Park, probably mm-hmm. a lot of kids suddenly thought, it's like, it's that typical thing like we were talking about uh, a few weeks ago, things in your childhood that you think are going to be a bigger problem in your adulthood than yeah. they turn out to be. Dinosaurs, <laughs> definitely one of them. Dinosaurs, quicksand, quicksand <laughs> spies, dynamite, uh, people having little eye holes cut out in newspapers yes. so they can spy on you true. in the park. True, uh, true. All those sorts of things. Yeah. This really reminds me of a dream that I had when I was a kid, which I'm pretty sure I've talked about before on the podcast. Um, 
it was it's similar in that uh in Quilma's dream the cars on the road turned into dinosaurs I had a dream where I had a giant gnome in my garden and it turned into a polar bear or maybe it might have been the other way around there was a polar bear chasing me and it turned into a giant gnome um but it was kind of the opposite. Instead of turning into something that wasn't safe, it turned into something safe because the gnome couldn't chase me. Uh, but that was the Aww. first thing I thought of when when I uh, when I read the dream. And I had that dream when I was really young as well. I must have been about maybe like six or seven, about the same age. Um, See, when I was little, I used to listen to a cassette tape. Um, it was a story called Bear, and it was about this girl who looks after a polar bear and he like just stays with her and the parents never see and she's like sneaking around the house and stuff so I actually thought like I thought that bears were quite good companions Mm. (laughs) I would have been that kid trying to get them with the bears at the zoo thinking like I'm gonna cuddle them (laughs) that's the thing I don't think I was ever like scared of bears or saw anything that would make me scared of bears as a kid I don't know why there was yeah. a polar bear in particular. The only thing I can really remember is, do you, do you remember the old, they might have been Christmas adverts for Coke uh, with the polar bears? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I had a little plushie yeah. of one of the bears and he had a little plastic bottle of Coke in his hand. But that's the only, <clears throat> that's really the only instance of polar bears I remember as a kid and it wasn't a scary one. So, yeah, I'm not sure why. But I mean, it yeah. sounds like Quilma was very interested in dinosaurs and they ended up being a scary thing in their dreams. So, Well, I have looked up dinosaurs Ooh. in my book, my book of knowledge. And it says, when we dream of monsters or prehistoric animals, we are touching into the very basic images which have the power to frighten and amaze us. Because they are considered to be so large, we need to be aware of whether it is their size or their power which is frightening. Urges as basic as this can threaten our existence by either their size or power so i guess i mean that's pretty simple isn't it it's just big scary thing when you're a small little thing exactly equals scared equals scared (laughs) exactly so i wonder i wonder if um they know where they might have been walking at the time like so I would walk out of my house, cross the road, and then walk on a sh- short footpath that led to a busy main road. I wonder if they were walking towards school, maybe, or if there was somewhere where they would have been heading if they were going in that particular direction in real life that might have yeah. made them a little bit anxious. Like if they were going to school, but suddenly everything's dinosaurs. Oh, geez, you know? So like there might yeah. have been something about that area that might have just been sort of playing on their mind or you know that is just maybe maybe or maybe you just watch too much dinosaurs on tv you know <laughs> <laughs> it's always the way with like childhood dreams yeah they're such a different kettle of fish sort of thing mm-hmm, definitely and the fact it was a recurring dream as well is super interesting and it, you woke up every time the t-rex spotted you you would wake up yeah that's, that's very interesting I remember there was one like specific road that led from my house that I would always have a dream when I was little that I was trying to run away down that road and something, I don't remember what was chasing me, just something was. Mm -hmm. And it was that typical thing where you're trying to run, but you're just so slow 
Yes. Oh my god, I have that and so often in my dreams. Anywhere. Like the, yeah. the, the Spider-Man cartoon where you see him like going, run! And he's just sort of drifting very slowly. <laughs> that, that is what running in dreams is always like. And it's, her- it's horrible. Yeah. But yeah, I think as a kid, I would always dream of my childhood house as well. Um, and I often still do, really. I think just a lot of the time when you're really young, it's the only thing you really know. So it's yeah, like you know, that tends it, to be your yeah. world. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's seems to be like the star of a lot of your dreams, which is quite interesting. I think I had a lot of dreams about the first house that I lived in. Um, there was one which I I'm trying to remember if it was actually a dream. I feel like it wasn't, but because I was so young it felt a bit dreamlike. So I was outside the front of my house and someone had a horse. But because I was so young, this horse looked absolutely enormous. It must have been like (laughs) fucking 12 foot tall. It looked so, so big. And I'm like, was I dreaming? Because this horse was huge. But no, I was probably just a toddler looking at a giant horse thinking, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I often had dreams in the back garden of that house, um, including the polar bear one. Um, and I had a dream where there was a almost like a balcony uh, on the roof. And I was standing there and there were like balloons flying around as well. So yeah, dreaming about like the places where, that you remember as a kid, I think definitely. It seems to happen quite a lot, doesn't it? Like just formative years, just filling up your brain with memories. It is very odd the way you like... Like I, I have such a set memory in my mind that I thought was my earliest ever memory of being in nursery and I really wanted to use the sandpit, but this boy, Freddie was using the sandpit and I had to go and read the Mr. Men books instead. And I was like, oh, why can't I use the sandpit sort of thing? But even though it's such like a, such a clear memory to me, it turns out that um, Freddie, who was a boy who I went to primary school with, didn't go to my nursery. So it, it, it can't be a memory. Either oh. that or it was, and I've replaced him, like someone, someone else. else with him. Yeah. Um, over the years as I sort of knew him in, mm-hmm. in primary school or whatever. But Yeah. See, that yeah. reminds me of another thing that happened. So when I lived in this area, I was in infant school and I knew a boy there. And we were good pals. Like I remember I went to his house once and I tried honey for the first time. He had His mum had honey there and she was like, oh, do you want to taste it? I was like, yeah, all right. So I tried it and I was like, oh, that's nice. And I remember vividly that was the first time I ever tried honey. Um, yeah. And then our family moved and we moved to Hertfordshire and I went to junior school here and there was a boy in my year called, I think his name was Daniel. And I remember one time I just was insistent that he was the same guy. I was like, why don't you remember me? I went to school with you in in Essex. Why don't you remember me? And of course it wasn't. But as a kid, I was just like convinced that this was the same boy. And and he was like, just stop talking to me. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, but no, you're my friend. Why don't you remember me? (laughs) So my brain just like replaced him with this with this Daniel boy for some reason. But in my in my mind, they just looked really similar. They, they looked like the same person. I was just like, "Where I miss my friend." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's weird. Weird what your brain does. I think it is like odd having like I guess growing up when 
we grew up when like you you don't really have the way of finding people who you went to primary school with I guess mm -hmm. you do with secondary school and stuff because that's when Facebook and all that started being a thing but I remember like having to look up my friends in the phone book if I wanted to yeah. call them and, and all of that stuff um so there's like a boy who I remember from my primary school and he moved away and we were like really good friends in primary school but it, I'm like I'll probably never find them. I remember their first name, but you don't really remember, like... You don't remember surnames, surnames. exactly. I had another friend um, in June, no, infant school before I moved, and I think her name was Lauren, um, and she lived literally right around the corner from me, and we were best friends, and I would go around her house, and she, I remember she had sea monkeys that we would always, like, watch. Aww. Uh, and we would, we she had a PlayStation, and we'd play the Hercules game for PS1. Yeah. Um, but then I moved away, and I just, I obviously, I only know that her name was Lauren. <laughs> so, I don't know who she is. I don't know her surname. I don't know where she lives. She's probably, like, uh, I mean, I lived in Tilbury in Essex, which is, like, not the you know not the best <laughs> so she's she might be she could be in prison for all i know no she might be like a, oh, a no she she's she's probably like completely different to you know how i am we've probably got completely different interests but your brain is still thinking like oh we were best mates when we were five <laughs> i yeah. wonder what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah i think i literally like the guy who moved away from my school all I remember about him is that one time I think I was walking to town and I fell over and I scraped my knee and my mum was trying to comfort me and then him and his mum just happened to drive past. So they were like, oh, do you want to lift home? Aww. So I always associated them, that family, with like, my heroes, they Aww. saved me when I had the bad fall. <laughs> <laughs> but all I remember is that, funnily enough, his name was Alex and he had very blonde hair. <gasps> And then it was meant I to ended be. up marrying one of those, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not the same one. Oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah. Cute. Do you want to hear the next dream? Oh, yes. Let's do it. This one features a very special person. So <gasps> this is a writing from Limewood. Limewood. Oh, my God. And it God. says... I had a dream that me and Kirsty were sharing a house. Ooh. I was in bed just woken up when she came in with a small spider she found under the kitchen sink that she thought was cute and put yeah, it at the yeah. top of my forehead. <laughs> I tried very carefully to bed it, but it ran up into my hair and disappeared. Kirsty then came in again with another spider and did the same thing. I tried to carefully pet it and it ran into my hair and disappeared. After Kirsty had left, I thought maybe she wants me to get up and have breakfast. The dream then replaced, uh, re, no, the dream then replayed, but the spiders were ants this time. I somehow got pictures of the ants on my phone, close up and out of focus, and then I woke up. <laughs> so there you go. This is what dream you is getting up to in other I'm people's minds. Spiders and people's hair. <laughs> and then ants. <laughs> oh no. Oh jeez. Um, that is hilarious <laughs> so have you been playing anything recently involving spiders or ants that could have um, could have placed this dream in Limewood's head I don't 
think so. I've been playing Play Up. I've been playing, I played a bit of Cult of the Lamb at one point. Um, but, 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 I've, I don't think I've really played anything with bugs in it. What does your book oh. say about bugs? Oh, let me see. Let's have a little peep. Uh, look up spiders. At least it didn't seem like a stressful experience. Yeah, just taking a slightly confusing one. Yeah, just like, why is Kirsty putting bugs in my hair? Oh. Oh. So there is a great deal of ambivalence in the image of the spider. On a very mundane level, it is disliked, perhaps because of its scuttling movements, but also because of its association with dirt. In a dream, it can also suggest deviousness. Oh, Limewood thinks you're a deviant. I'm devious. <laughs> oh no! I'll look up bugs. Maybe bugs, bugs. in general. Limewood, um, what did I do to hurt you? I'm sorry. I can't find it. There isn't bugs. Maybe insects. Ants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's probably a better word. <laughs> bug. Bug. Um. Oh, girdle. Oh, that's not it. Insect. Oh no, that's incest. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. Okay. Almost there. Insects in dreams can reflect the feeling that something is irritating or bugging us. No! <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, do you, Limewood, you didn't have to say it like this. It may also indicate our feeling of insignificance and powerlessness. Oh my god. <laughs> but so it does Limewood's... say it will depend on the particular insect in the dream as to the interpretation. Right. So Limewood, um, you, you think I'm devious and irritating? Is that is that it? <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh no. That's it. That's the end of the episode. I need to go and cry. Oh no. <laughs> oh, bizarre. I wonder like this is a strange one for us, I guess, because we sort of have to if you're in someone else's dream, you have to think very like I guess objectively about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like if we were having this dream, say if I had a dream where you came into my room and put bugs on my head. Yeah. But I wasn't stressing about it. I was just like, huh, just typical Bryony. Classic yeah. Bryony putting bugs on my head. <laughs> uh, I don't know what I'd make of it. What do you think? I guess maybe like it can, it could be any number of things. Like I guess... It being around the the hair. I mean, it could be something as simple as like like reminder to get a haircut or something. Yeah, like it could, honestly. Like if that's something you've been meaning to do. Yeah. Because it keeps disappearing into the hair. Or and if, you're you, like, if you saw a spider before you went to bed, maybe yeah. that might have been or like perhaps you were watching a stream and then you went to bed you saw a spider in the corner and then you fell asleep it could be something as simple as that honestly yeah i wonder why they changed into ants though yeah it reminds me a little bit of that dream i had on one of the first episodes of the podcast we did where wasn't there like a, a bug living in my brain or something and and it, oh. it had a little sign in my ear and it had the sign do not disturb the it was like the black yeah yeah yeah. 
and then it had Bugs. like the ooze, Bugs like balsamic vinegar in oil. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Reminds me of that. Another a bug in the brain. I can't remember what we said about that <laughs> dream, but yeah, there was a bug in my head. Um, yeah. It's interesting how it replayed. Like, I wonder if it was just going straight back into into replaying. I also wonder at what time this took place, because I think maybe Limewood was just waking up to have that thought of, oh, I should get up and have breakfast sort yeah. of thing. Like, maybe that was mm -hmm. just your brain telling you it might it's be time a to bit get up. Like what we were talking about on Boba's episode, where you feel like you're waking up, but you're not. And yeah. it's just happening over and over and over again. So you think that I'm there saying, oh, it's breakfast time. And you get up and then it all happens again. And you get up and then it all happens again. And then you finally actually wake up and it's time to go and get some breakfast. And I'm not there putting spiders in your hands. A lot of the time, I wonder if it is something as simple as like, maybe if your hair tickles your forehead or the corner of the pillow or something, and then your brain translates that physical feeling into mm -hmm. like spider on your face or ant in your hair or whatever mm -hmm. yeah. um and it just put in the context of you being the one to be doing it <laughs> mm -hmm. definitely exactly like like you like we said it might be just that you know they were watching a stream or someone else's stream and my name was mentioned or a youtube video or something and i just happened to weasel my way in and then I was there, putting yeah. spiders in your brain. Because <laughs> I'm devious and irritating. <laughs> oh, she's sneaky. She's sneaky. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't seem to be an, an irritation because Lionwood is trying to carefully pet them. I it's think it's true. like you're like a cat bringing in gifts. <gasps> I like that interpretation. Just I'm, like, here's I'm, a spider I found under I the I found sink. a spider. Do you like it? Pet it gently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, I feel like that might be one of those dreams that's definitely influenced by like what you saw before you went to bed. And I think you're probably yeah. onto something like maybe like you had some hair on your forehead or something and something tickled you and in your brain it's like spiders. I wonder if the rep repetition does mean something about I don't know. Uh, this it feels weird going off book. Um, but <laughs> would it would it repetition in dreams mean something like something about the routine you have in daily life? Maybe if like you are part of a routine because you stream at certain times and that you therefore become part of other people's routine or something. Yeah. I wonder if it's yeah, or if maybe. it's maybe Limehood is seeking routine. Maybe oh, if things perhaps. have been a bit disturbed at the moment and you want that sort of routine so you can catch the things that you relax with more. Yeah, that's the thing as well. I'm not sure where Limewood is based. I'm not sure if they're in the UK or elsewhere, but you know, maybe if they are in a different place in the world, they might wake up and I'll be live, for instance. So they would be having their breakfast while I'm live or something, you know. That's I'm, true. Yeah, I always I'm, find that really strange. Yeah. Like it's when I'm doing the bunny streams in the morning and you get people coming in from other parts of the world being like, oh, I love watching the bunnies like to get ready for bed. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, it's just, yeah, you sort of forget that your routine fits very differently. Yeah, with other, other people, people, for sure. Mm. Yeah, that's why like, I remember when I first started trying to do 
streams that were a little bit earlier in the day. Um, and like a 2 p.m. stream is like, I don't know, uh, 7, 8, 7 a.m. maybe for the US, depending on where they are. So like I have very, very tired Americans coming into my chat like, oh, you're live already. <laughs> like, yes. Hello. Yeah, it's it, it's something to think about, especially when like thinking about viewer dreams, like about the time of day, especially if we're in the dreams. <laughs> yeah maybe that's something but yeah, uh, yeah I'm sorry for putting spiders in your hair hopefully next time it'll be something a bit nicer or you could actually just ham them first so you can, you can pet them gently before they yeah. run into your hair <laughs> I'll just hand them to you yeah that would be yeah. better they won't get stuck yeah okay shall I read out the next dream yes okay well this one it's not quite a dream this one is from grammy and they say this isn't a dream grammy missed the memo didn't send in a dream thanks grammy <laughs> <laughs> but with grammy the whole is a, loose is, is dreaming he's a bad idea. boy sorry he's a bad did, boy can't grammy. be controlled <laughs> jeez <laughs> grammy says the few times they've uh had some lucid dreaming experiences They've instantly become aware of their body, um, such as the need to breathe and to manually move around, um, the same as you do when you're not dreaming. So they say that the problem is they also feel the need to make themselves blink. So they instantly open their eyes and wake up when, oh. they're, when they're lucid dreaming. So there's a little input in terms of the lucid dreaming conversation. So they, they realize that they're dreaming uh, lucidly. <laughs> They go to blink and they blink themselves awake, which is a bit counterproductive. But at least you got yeah. there. At least you got there, Grammy. You did it. You did it. I wonder, I have to ask Grammy about this. I wonder how long he can actually, like, is it an instant thing? Like you realize, you realize you're lucid dreaming, instantly open your eyes. Or do you get to have a little bit of, um, you know, whatever it is Grammy gets up to, probably... <laughs> eating ooey or mm. petting his little bun lily or something like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't know. What do you do, Grammy? What if you just decide <laughs> not for me. to blink? Just, just have your dream eyes wide open, staring <laughs> out into the void until you're ready to wake up. It's a strange thought. Like, So I guess the implication is here that the dream world is like opposite world where when your eyes are closed in real life, they're open in the dream. Yeah. So opening them in real life closes your dream eyes. Very, it's like yeah. the upside down. <laughs> oh my god! So you blink in your dream, and then your eyes open in real life. It's yeah, that's so cool. So you're going into another dimension. I'm still not sold on lucid dreaming. I don't think I. I think I like having a story told to me too much. I don't think. Yeah, I don't want to be like awake in my dreams because that feels like too much effort. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I go to sleep so I don't have to be conscious. I had a dream the other day that felt so involved that I woke up feeling really Exhausted. tired because just yeah. so much had gone on in this dream. And I was just like, like, and it, and it had the, the sort of double layer to it. Like I had this big dream, lots going on. And then I guess because I was aware of like recording the dream, I then had a whole other dream where I retold the dream to Xylus. 
because Silas like appeared with a notebook, sat in an armchair and was like, tell me about your dream. So I was telling him. And then by the time I woke up, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel, I feel done. Like <laughs> I'm done with this dream now. Yeah. It, it just had so many like, again. yeah. Oh, and I can't remember any of it. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, do you remember it? Oh, no. Like, despite the fact that I've, I already retold it. And then I do remember that I, I think I woke up a little bit late. I was doing my bunny stream and then, um, I retold a little bit of it then, but I can't remember it at all now. Huh. It's completely gone. I've had yeah, quite a few dreams Silas. recently. Yeah, Silas. Maybe he have a, a dream that I tell him about my dream and he can tell me what it was. <gasps> yes. <laughs> I've had quite a few like interesting dreams recently, but because um I started I started this like uh painkiller slash antidepressant that's meant to give you like a lot of people say it gives you very like vivid dreams but it does also make you very drowsy and what I found is it definitely is giving me big dreams but then I'm too sleepy in the morning to remember them so I know yeah. I've had them and I'll vaguely remember them when I wake up but then I'm too sleepy to record them and then I forget them so they're there but it's just wasted potential mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I've kind of the been having the same issue lately. I've been having quite vivid dreams. And I remember that I definitely had a dream about you. Um, but I can't remember what happened. Aww. <laughs> um, I just remember like tiny little snippets. And then I wake up and it's just gone and I can't record it. Yeah. I remember one dream I had recently that I wish I had recorded. But again, I was too sleepy. And it was just about this... Um, like water park that you could go to but it had four different water like um not like slides but just like little structures and each of them had a goat in and you just got to hang out with a goat in wow. a different like it was a bit like you know how you see capybara and they're just chilling out in a hot spring it was mm -hmm. like that but it was a bit more adventurous and it was goats instead <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> I wish I had recorded it and heard more, but but yeah, don't know where it came from. You're dreaming about water again. Oh yeah, oh gee. Every time, every time. Uh, but this time we goats. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a sign that my anxiety's calming a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. It's just full <laughs> There's of goats, goats now. in the water now. <laughs> yeah, they're making it better. Insert. <laughs> oh no! Don't. No. No. I was. I'm not going to say it. You don't need to put goats next to bodies of water. Let's, uh, <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> that's that's not good for your anxiety. <laughs> so another dream that we Moving had written on. into us. <laughs> this is a very short one. It's from Revan. And it just says, all right. So I had a dream where I was looking after the bunnies and while Fifi was running around, I cuddled with Jerry. It was a great dream. Oh, there you go. Cute. Nice and simple. Nice to and the simple. point. <laughs> See, there's and so it just many sounds... details here, Revan, that you could have included. Uh, for instance, where did this dream take place? Uh, what time of the day was it? Was anyone else there? Were the bunnies doing anything in particular? 
I've got so many questions. So many questions. It sounds like the bunnies were just very much being themselves. It does. I do yeah. actually <laughs> it like. It definitely does. I've had this a little bit, I guess because of, you know, me streaming the bunnies and talking a lot about what goes into looking after bunnies and all of this stuff. Um, so I had uh, Ruth was talking to me the other day um, saying she had a dream that she was meant to be looking after the bunnies whilst I was on holiday. And she was, I think it was quite a stress dream that she was trying to look after them and it wasn't going very well. <laughs> so I wonder like in the way that I have stress dreams about trying to look after animals, I wonder if because of people, you know, getting to know the bunnies, whether they have become the subject of many a stress dream for people. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's, that's, really interesting i wonder if anybody's had a dream about tabs in that case my cat it's yeah because I, I don't know people see him on my streams all the time he it's must interesting to think about everyone yeah. let me know if you've ever had a dream about my cat thank you <laughs> <laughs> i would love to know what he's been doing or about like any other like um so other people's pets really just in general yeah like other people's pets but not necessarily ones you've you know in real life like maybe an animal from like another streamer or a film or tv or something like i used to i didn't have dreams but i used to think that jaws the shark lived under my bed so i don't know if that counts <laughs> <laughs> i used to be scared to sleep because i thought he was Aww. under there child logic he might have been he might still be there i wonder if do you know i don't know if i've ever looked up rabbit i mean obviously this is one of those things where they're very specific rabbits so i guess in those ways oh i imagine there'll be quite a, po a positive thing in a dream I just turned to a random page in the book looking up animals, <laughs> but it's a page of archetypes, and one of them is Kindly Father Ogre. Ah, <laughs> oh, Kindly um, Father. Animals. Rabbit. Rabbits appearing in a dream can mean one of two things. The obvious connection with fertility could be of important, course. or it could be the trickster aspect of the <gasps> personality could be coming to the fore. Oh. Oh. Trickster there bunnies. There you go. That's probably Fifi. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I wonder where the dream took place. Like, going back to dreaming about me being, you know, Limewood's roommate, for instance. Yeah. I wonder if the dream took place in somewhere that they were like, oh, this is where the bunnies live. I this is Bryony's house and obviously yeah. the brain would just like build a random thing because they don't know what like where house it's like and so it's just I don't know it's just it's just interesting or if it was just a, a big big void I like that in Limewood's dream you got to feature I was cut out of mine you were it was just yeah. the bunnies just bunnies <laughs> <laughs> that's it Tabs was nowhere to be found in Limewood's dream Tabs was off gallivanting somewhere else, which is why I need everyone to tell me where Tabs has been in their dreams. <laughs> Maybe I was dreaming about Tabs and we were hanging out together Maybe. whilst you were off with, you know, putting spiders in people's hair and, and, the, <laughs> and the bunnies were being taken care of. <laughs> yeah. 
there is just this everywhere. You know, you shut your eyes and we all just go on little adventures visiting each other. <laughs> <laughs> Have I love you it. ever had a dream about a uh like a, a famous person or a streamer a streamer a streamer um because i out of curiosity let me look mm-hmm. it up i have i oh do go on but what what are you looking at out of curiosity before i tell you my dream well i out of curiosity the other day went onto my own twitter and searched for dream because i was curious to see dreams that i had previously Ah, posted about okay and 2009 me was big on uh i'm gonna have a dream and i'm gonna tag the person oh no (laughs) or mention them by name i think some of them i tagged and some of them i definitely tagged the rock when i had a dream about him um and uh, a comic artist called Jamie Smart. I, I tagged him when I had a dream about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were quite mild dreams then. You weren't just telling them all the sexy dreams you had about The Rock. <laughs> no. At The they Rock. Were... I had a very sexy dream about you last night. All right, filthy. How's it going? Oh, my... I've oh, dreamt find my rock one. Yeah. About um members of my chemical romance. <laughs> oh. Now what type of dreams are we talking here? Um some are fine. <laughs> some PG. Others, others I would not tag them in on Twitter. <laughs> I won't elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. I had a dream last night that I was trying to persuade at the rock, tagged, to give me a lift to work so I could have extra time in bed. <laughs> it did not work. Did he reply? He did not reply. Wow, rude. Uh, rude. I also had... Um, oh, where's it gone? Had a dream I was at an award ceremony sat between Ewan McGregor and Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> I felt the need to tweet that. <laughs> um, had a dream that I was being chased by someone dressed as Iggle Piggle. My hate for Iggle Piggle has increased. <laughs> that is Iggle Piggle from In the Night Garden. Yes. I do not like him. No, I, In the Night Garden is terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. I don't understand why children enjoy it. Maybe because <laughs> children are terrifying. Yeah. But it's just so scary. But no, I, I one of the dreams I do remember about Gerard Way... Uh, did, so when in 2011, when Danger Days came out, one of their albums, yeah, they, they had all of like the music videos with them dressed as like superheroes, essentially like doing crazy stuff with laser guns and stuff. And I had a dream that I was like a part of that. Um, And we were being chased by bad guys. And I hid in a shed while (laughs) Gerard was like shooting the bad guys. And I think I might have been captured by the big, scary, bald man. uh, Who's the baddie in those music videos. (laughs) 
<laughs> but then my chemical romance saved me. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. 2011. How old was I? Seven. Seventeen? So eighteen. Eighteen. I in two thousand and sixteen, this is a top tier tweet. Mm-hmm. I had a dream you had a cookie. I don't know who this is replying to because the account must have changed and it's not it's not featured anymore. But it says, I had a dream you had a cookie dough coloured dog and you called him Chip. i'm gonna go on my facebook profile because i feel like cringe facebook kirsty would post things like this in on the 2nd of june 2009 i tweeted twice this week william shatner has been in my dreams but i don't elaborate as to what the dreams were (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i can search for uh statuses on my facebook i don't really know um another one that i liked was uh just remembered a photograph of a hamster i took in my dream last night and realized it's not real damn it (laughs) and another one had a dream with a talking sausage dog in smiley face this is the sort of stuff that i used to tweet and just into the void. <laughs> so I've only got two posts on my Facebook that say I had a fun dream and both times I did not elaborate. <laughs> um, one time I messaged a friend and said, I had a good dream about you last night. And he said, hmm, let's not talk about that over Facebook. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then another time in 2009, I said, I had a funny dream last night. Colon three. Ooh, ooh. Um, and I was like, tell you later to whoever answered. <laughs> so a very, very good, interesting post. Thank you, Kirsty from 2009. I had so another much. 2009 one that said, had a dream about being Hermione involving aliens, predators, a swimming competition and dinosaurs. I woke up when Spartans came into play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, early... Social media. Yep. <laughs> what uh, is it like? My, my Facebook is just a big pool of cringe. Honestly, I'm. <laughs> There's nothing about my chem though, which is good. What if I put MCR? I had a dream about my chemical romance where they rescued me. I did have one which I thought was a bit of a. Um, it made me feel like 2010 me would have an argument with me now. It said, had a dream about Jamie Smart and a lift full of polystyrene. Are you sure every dream has a meaning? <laughs> Little did you know that in 12 years time, <laughs> you'd be doing a dream podcast with <laughs> definitely complete dream experts. Yeah. I can tell you what a lift full of polystyrene means right now. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it'd be very... Irritating. A lift yeah. from polystyrene. Huh. Were you moving house? Did you have boxes full of polystyrene? What would I have been doing? Do you know, I... Mm, whenabouts in 2010 would that have been? Uh, April. So I think I would have been... 
coming up to when I would have been finishing university. So I guess I would have been about to move. That's it. You're moving in a home. a few months time. Yeah. Get the polystyrene brainy. Get it out of the lift. <laughs> Pack your boxes. I wonder if that would have been around about the time of my graduation ex exhibition and I would have been packing up frames or something <gasps> or unpacking frames and they would have had polystyrene on. Maybe it was something like about that. polystyrene on the corners, maybe. Mm. Oh, shit. See? Whilst I was moving up to the next stage of life <laughs> in the lift. We're figuring out 12-year-old dreams. Yeah. <laughs> retro dreams now. This was meant to be the writing episode where we did yours, but instead... We're doing our own. <laughs> gone back in time for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, thank you to everyone who wrote in. I, I feel like we didn't probably help at all. <laughs> no. No. But we talked about being cringe on Twitter and Facebook and... And maybe we have gave we gave you a little... I don't know, a little... A little jump start um, into um, figuring out start. what was going on i don't know yeah <laughs> question mark exactly let us know but we still have a few more dreams to look into so we will definitely be having another writing episode but in the meantime if you would like to write in as well we have an email address which is briny kirsty kirsty and briny at, at gmail.com okay, be sure that. be sure to mark that you're happy for it to be yes. talked about on the podcast or mm -hmm. if you're definitely we... not happy for it to be talked about make sure you yes. let us know exactly um, but yeah we you... can uh, try and do this again sometime get through a definitely. couple of yours we also have a dream submission form uh, where can people find that Brainy? is it it's... on our list of links do you know what i'll pop it in i'll pop it yeah, in the list that's in. a good pop idea so by it's the time this goes out discords as well <laughs> yeah it's by the time this goes out i'll definitely say it's there in the list if you go yes, to our it's twitter right, there, right now you can find it yeah go to our twitter kirsty and bryony um and it's also in our respective discords so uh if you find our twitters you can also find our discords and go hang out there and say hello and give us some dreams to talk about, because we like talking about them. Yeah. We just like talking to each other. Yeah. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving us an excuse to do so. We're very yes. shy. We're, We're very shy. We, need we don't excuse. talk outside of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we... Uh... How's your week been? <laughs> it's been, been lovely, thank you. Yeah, oh, been nice. looking forward to talking to you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, until next time, everyone. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you, Kirsty. Thank you, Bryony. Bye bye for and now. We'll speak to you soon. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye.